We all have superpowers. It's a skill that you complete with ease, although others may struggle. This skill, when performed, doesn't drain you of energy. It energizes you and augments life. This skill is your unique calling in life. When you find your superpower and you use your superpower to help others, you become a superhero. This is how we create superheroes. If you want to understand the mission more behind this podcast, go to episode 400. You can find everything about me at robzradio.com. 20 plus years in broadcasting, digital marketing and consulting expert, and I love creating content. That is one of my superpowers. Now I want to help you find yours. This is Rob Z Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. Hannah Baker. Hanny Bakes is here. What's up? Hi, guys. What's up? Second time around. Second time around. That's right. It's awesome having you here. So this is, uh, if anybody has not listened to the past episode, do you know what number that is? I don't know what number it is. Mm, no, it just says Instagram famous <laughs> Hannah Baker on it. That's all I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the show notes uh, so you can find the first episode. So really, Hannah, since the last time you were here, I, I kind of repurposed the podcast. And you, we've talked about this and, and you know what the premise is, but like creating superheroes, like finding your superpower, something in your life that is, you know, something that innately in you, you can naturally do. It's just like a part of you. But also whenever you do it, it gives you a ton of energy and you could do it all day long and it's helping other people and giving value to their lives. So as we start here, before we go into anything else, what is that for you? What's that superpower that you have? I think, I guess I would say my superpower is the energy I can, I give off that other people can take from me. Mm. And I, people have told me that multiple times. Like, if you look at my comments under my YouTube videos, there's always people saying you have the best energy and, you know, you make me feel better. I watch your videos and they uplift me, things like that. And it's not me doing anything out of the ordinary. It's just my personality and like how I would typically act. So I think with what you do, it's especially important, right? So I guess we'll say right now. Now, so you can find Hanny Bakes. It's H-A-N-N-Y-Y mm-hmm. Bakes. There was a Hanny without two Ys, I, I guess. I think there is somewhere, but she won't let me have the handle. So I like we, with the two Ys yeah, anyways. It's, it's just, a little unique. We have two Ys always. Yeah. So when you go to somebody's Instagram, especially because like, would you call yourself an Instagram model? What would be the, the term you would use? I don't like that. Okay. I just like... I don't know. I just like to be an Instagram or like a personality on Instagram that you enjoy following. Awesome. Okay. Well, you have glamour photos though, right? Yes, those yeah. Photos. Oh, yeah. So when you see that, this is the thing for me is always like when I see those, I always, you automatically assume, oh, that person probably doesn't have very much of a personality. Right. That's just like an assumption. Right. That comes along with that. So it's awesome that you naturally have this very positive, uh, exciting, happy personality that brings people in because I think you, you break that mold that most people would expect mm-hmm. something different when they meet you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she doesn't, you can't really talk to her. Right, yeah. A lot of people always say like, oh, you're, you're a real person. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I am a real person. I, yeah. I, I cry, I'm, I get happy, you know, I feel things too, so. Yeah, where do you think it came from? So if, you, if I had to ask you that, and you may not know, but what is it inside of you that, that makes you that person? Well, I think it is a combination of the way I was raised. Um, like, my dad is a very... Uh, people person type Mm -hmm. person i guess you would say radio dj he's been doing that for a long time Mm -hmm. so he has that personality yeah he has a huge personality and growing up in my house it never turned off like he (laughs) was he thought he was in front of a microphone all the time yeah so i feel like i really can attribute a lot of that to my dad he's always been very good in front of people and in front of the microphone and everything and also my mom like she's a little bit more reserved more she doesn't want to put herself out there as much, but her mm-hmm. personality is also very people friendly. She's she has really good spirits and people always say, you know, your mom is so awesome. And she's like being around her is so fun and positive. So growing up in a house where like that was the norm, I just always thought everyone was kind of like this. And then I <laughs> come to realize that people are rude. People are, you know, like there there are people out there that don't have that personality and People don't know how to come out of their shells. Yeah. that's a, And that's for me, that's a big part of my life was like I have, I think everybody, I could be wrong. I feel like everybody has a really strong, good personality inside of them, but they don't know how to bring mm-hmm. it out. They don't know how to put it in front of the world. Yeah. So when you find somebody who does, I mean, I imagine a lot of people gravitate towards you because of that. Cause they're yeah. like, oh man, my wife's like that. That's how she is. She's just naturally this bubbly, exciting, jovial, just fun person who always wants to make everybody laugh and be happy. And uh, when you find somebody like that, you're like, wow, how do they innately mm-hmm. have that ability inside of them? And you were just kind of, 
you grew up with it. You, yep. You're born with it. Mm-hmm. How do I you guess. how do you teach it to somebody else? That's the hard yep. thing. I've had to figure it out over the years. Um, what would you say to somebody? Do you because you you coach people? You do cheerleading mm-hmm. and you coach in cheerleading. Do you run into that with kids and with people coming up? And what I, do you do? I do. So with coaching cheerleading, like, I, I'm not going to say too much about it because it's obviously there. You know, the kids. Um, don't, we don't have to name it. Yeah, names. right, right. Yeah. Well, so like they're in middle school, high school ages, and like I see them go through parts where they become like insecure or whatever it may be. And what I do is always like try to make the situation way less than what it is. Mm. Like if somebody is super worked up and they just, you know, are upset or they feel like they can't be themselves or whatever, like I just try to ease their mind and be like, you're doing nothing wrong. Like, I like make them feel as normal as possible because I feel like with me, I never really questioned if what I was doing was normal or not. I was uh. just like, this just feels natural, so I'm going to do it. And if someone didn't like it, I was just like, honestly, I'm kind of naive in the sense that when people don't like things about me, I don't even notice half the time. That's awesome. And I, what right, a great and, ability, mm-hmm. great skill to have. People tell me all the time, you're so naive. And I'm not naive when it comes to like business, or, but but when it comes to like people being hateful, I, I'm like, it's not on purpose. I'm just, I just don't even look at it. Oh, and so awesome. What yeah. a great thing to have. And I, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm missing all this. But then I'm like, nah. you know what? It's fine. So I always try to like downplay all the situations whenever someone's really upset. I'll say, you know, it, it is, it, you are the way you are and it, do not worry about it. Like it just make them feel comfortable. Like what they're doing isn't anything wrong and like the more comfortable especially like whenever i coach younger kids they can get they can tend to get super upset or for whatever reason um i always find like like the more relatable i can be to them and i can downplay their situation Mm -hmm. so if someone says oh miss hannah i i have this i have a boo-boo and i'll always bend down so i'm on their level Mm -hmm. i'm not looking down on them and i will say like that's like a motherly thing too right moms or women get that yeah, like, yeah. You're, not, you're not a mom, but like I yeah. women get that innately. Guys have to figure that out more. Yeah. yeah. And I'll always say, oh, I'll, I'll make a joke. I say, do you want me to take you to the hospital? I'll see them. They might, they might have to cut it off. And then they're yeah. like, oh no. And I, and it's just like the more you can downplay someone and make them feel like related and cared for, it's, and I think that's also coming back to like how I was raised. I was going to say, I, yeah. in like in my household, household, not saying anything just goes, but like whatever I wanted to be, whatever I thought I wanted or, whatever I was, my parents were okay with it. Like Mm. if I wanted to dress this way or do this or express myself this way, they supported me. That's awesome. Man, that's so awesome to hear. And it's, it's wonderful to have parents like that. Are you an only child? No, I have a younger sister, but she's not like me. (laughs) It's really weird. (laughs) My whole house is very, uh, very bubbly personality and my sister's the opposite. Yeah. What I find, and this is just a, 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 an observation by myself, people who have multiple kids, especially like three or four or more, it's like you can't let one kid who's older, you can't let one kid do something that they want to do because all the other kids are going to want to do it. And mm-hmm. they might, that's not safe for them, but it might be safe for that older kid. Right. So you kind of have to hold everybody to a certain, a certain kind of uh, way of being, which can mess somebody up. Mm-hmm. I can see how that can really, I, I've seen that throughout the years and it's not on purpose. It's just, it's a matter of like, you don't want this two year old to die because the seven year old wants to climb a tree or something. Right. So you kind of hold, and that's difficult. So like Max, right, I, I think I grew up mostly as an only child for like six, seven years. I was an only child. Uh, Max is five. He's, he's an only child at this moment. I don't know how long, when that'll all change. <laughs> but the, uh, I think the concept is with him, I let him do whatever he wants. Not saying like whatever he wants, but I mean, if he wants to try something, I'm like, dude, go for it. Yep. And that's how, that's how kids, that's how they need to be. Oh, yes. You got to let them do that. But when you have multiple kids, I imagine it gets really difficult mm-hmm. to let that happen. Right. So, uh, that's awesome that you've had that upbringing and that was a part of your life. I'm, I'm the, I was the opposite where, man, I really wish I would have never worried about or thought about even what other people think. Mm-hmm. But it's like an, an and it's like a natural instinct for me to automatically think, what is somebody else thinking? Right. And that's probably held me back from so many things. And the more uh, I guess I've had to work on it and get better at it, it'll make me a lot stronger as I do it. Right? It, it becomes a superpower, I think, mm-hmm. because it's something. I also see see like these superpowers as something that uh, was once. Something that like you define yourself as a horrible part of your personality that held you back. And once you flip it and invert it, now it becomes a thing that is that liberates you. 
because mm-hmm. now you can use it to its full potential because yep. you understand you know how, how it, to use it right yeah. exactly it's all about uh, perspective how, you, how you're looking at it but that's really cool that that's how you came up and that's that's your mindset because mm-hmm. that's that's the main problem with most people is they're worrying about what everybody else yeah. is thinking yeah i feel like that i can attribute so much of like the the way i am just from like being raised in in, in a household that is so accepting so yeah that's special. I got, I got lucky. <laughs> shout out to your parents. Yeah, Adam and what's what's your mom? Adam, Mary Beth, Mary Beth. They'll, they'll probably listen to. And this. they're on your stuff <laughs> on your on your channel on occasion. Mm-hmm. They want to be. My dad's always like, put me on the channel. The people want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> they do actually. Like people react really well to them just because, like I said, they have really good big bubbly personalities and good spirits. So yeah. Yep, and I think uh, I think another unique thing is why I like having you on. We both live in a small town, Altoona, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania. That's what I love about what the world we live in right now. When I was ten, uh, I did it. I would do like a radio show in my bedroom because I just loved radio, uh, and it was just me doing it for no reason, just yeah. for fun. Oh. If I was ten now, I could actually have an internet radio show. Oh like, yeah, I could have a podcast. You which could is, have a channel. You could have anything you wanted. Yeah, it's a whole new world, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. So. I think it's really neat to see people in smaller towns doing what we're doing because mm-hmm. it needs it, you need to see it's not just coming from major cities. Oh yeah, it's and anybody can do it and make mm-hmm. it work. So you have you're like at sixteen thousand followers on Instagram. You're like twenty five thousand followers on YouTube. Yes. What's the view you view number you have on YouTube? I hit two million views total on my channel. Wow, that yeah. is freaking cool yeah that was crazy yeah they sent me an email and i got an email for a million views and i was like wow this is this is crazy and then um like not long after that i had an email for two million so yeah (laughs) two million views like it's crazy two million people sat in front of a some type of device and watched me talk about something at least for a couple seconds so I'm reaching people somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? What would you say? And I, I, this might be an an assumable question, but like, what is your audience? Who are the people that you interact with the most? Like, what age, what age ranges and like, what kind of people are they? So on YouTube, especially on YouTube, they have an entire creator studio where you can go in and look at every specific analytic, like, Every number break down everything. And my audience is primarily 18 to 24 year old women. That is what I have. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of brands that will say, you know, send, send us your demographics, send us all this stuff. And I always just send them that. And so I would say it's not, I always thought it was, you know, middle school, high schoolers. But then you think about it, like my content is not, it's a little bit more mature. So I do. I think I naturally appeal to people that are my own age. So I do have viewers that are younger, of course, but it's pretty much right in that 18 to 24. And it's crazy. A lot of my because it will give you a breakdown of what countries people watch you in. Like I have viewers from the UK, some from like Australia, you know, I've won like all over the world. And you just you have no idea until you go in and actually look at it. So I've seen that on my on my Facebook. They give you that same kind of breakout. I have people from like Uganda. Who follow me? I'm like, yeah. how the hell did you find yeah. me? And you gone? Why are you following me? That's nuts. Yeah, you can reach anyone anywhere. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's also like it, it, I guess, speaks to like all these boundaries are breaking down, which is a wonderful thing. I would never think that somebody in um a country like Uganda or wherever it is, or like Ghana. Uh, would even relate to what I talk about, yeah, you, or would even understand like why would they follow me? You just never but know. They must the the relatability must be there across uh-huh. the board. I guess. Americanization of the world has caused that. Like everybody knows about America mm-hmm. and understands what we're like mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that it's it's a very very crazy thing, especially because they can show you that specific information. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. What What is your with your YouTube with your Instagram with what you're doing? You're about a year and a half into mm-hmm. yep. into the YouTube channel. A year and a half into the YouTube. What channel. about the Instagram? When did you start that? I've had that for years, but it didn't. I didn't switch it over to a business account until I started my YouTube channel. So that'd be a year and a half as well. Okay. I didn't start taking it seriously as a business. It was just me being me. I'm sure you've told a lot of people who've reached out to you online this, but like, I want to know what, what is your advice? Somebody wants to start, maybe they want to do makeup like you do. And, um, 
you don't just do makeup though. Let's ask that question first. Okay. So you're not just doing makeup and fashion. It's also personality driven because you, yes. you have a personality right? and you're showing that off. And that's what, that's really the attracting factor. Yeah. Like that's going to bring the most people and make them stay. Yes. I think that's it. like the underlying attract. Like that's something that you can't, you might come because the thumbnail is like nice makeup or hair or whatever, but yeah. you stay because the personality is relatable and the content is good. Like, you know, I feel like you have to have almost both. Like you need to be knowledgeable about the product that you're speaking about or the service or the whatever it is but then also have the personality um behind it so yeah my content i try to stay um pretty beauty related i really Mm. i do like makeup i'll do reviews makeup tutorials things of that nature i do fashion but i also have been trying to incorporate more vlogs just people people want to see the day-to-day life people want to see you know they want to see like struggle sometimes they want to see like the like the great times they want to see at all so i have been i kind of went through a rut where i was like i feel like i'm doing the same thing over and over again i'm making a makeup tutorial for this this and this and while my views were still up i just didn't feel like as driven so i actually i posted an instagram poll about it and i got over like 200 responses about people saying you just need to make more vlogs Mm. like this is what we want we want to see the personality and that's what like draws us to you so yeah my focus is kind of like um all of it. I like to just incorporate as much as I can into my channel. Yeah, and that's I think that's a big thing, right? You get stuck. You, you might get mm-hmm. stuck somewhere. And this this happens to me. This, this has happened throughout because I've been doing radio since I was 16. So I, I would get stuck in these patterns and I would recognize, mm-hmm. man, I'm not being myself. I'm like, I feel like I have to do this because this is what people want me to do. Mm-hmm. But I actually hate doing it and I'm yeah. dying on the inside. Like, yeah. you, it's like you're you trying to claw out. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you just get sick of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... How do you make that shift? Say somebody, I want to go backwards in, in a second here, but like say somebody's already making content, they're already creating stuff and they feel like they've hit a wall mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, a good example was this, we were just talking b- before we started recording, there's this dude uh, in State College, Pennsylvania, who plays Call of Duty Zombies and he has a huge following, but mm-hmm. that's all he does is play that game. Mm-hmm. And he was saying even how, I'm going to try to get him on here, but I was, I was thinking like, he was saying, man, it's, 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 like what? How am I gonna do this forever? Like it's just right. one, it's not even like video games. It's like one video game, and that's right. all it plays. How do you break outside of that box when you hit that wall? Mm-hmm. How do you jump over it? Because it's usually, at least me personally, it's like, oh god, I got to start revealing more about myself, mm-hmm. which can be scary at first, right? For some people, for you, it might have like been yeah. supernatural. But yeah. what was that like? Like, how did you do it? Well, or how I- are you doing it? I guess whenever I get stuck in a rut, I'll say to my, I'll take a step back and I'll be like, number one, you need to, like, I'll tell myself, I need to stop producing content just to produce content. Like, I don't, I want to put something out there that resonates with me because if it resonates with me, it'll also resonate with people that, you know, like can relate to me. So that's my first step. But then I know a lot of like, not personally, but like I, I follow enough YouTubers and things like that where when they start with YouTube, like, that's their they start with that and once they reach that where they you know not they like a kind of plateau maybe not in numbers but like in content they're creating and stuff like that some of them take it to the next level and they start incorporating more like different types of content on their channel but a lot of them that i know like a lot of creatives in the beauty industry they will start their own like not side job but maybe they're maybe like they'll start their own cosmetic company or they'll create like a sunglass line or something so i feel like you can have that one platform and then branch out you like i think you just need to branch out into all aspects of like what you are interested in so say you're really good on camera and i mean one of my biggest role models her name is desi perkins i really really like her she's a youtuber instagram or that that kind of thing but she you don't really see her talk that much about um like she talks a lot about youtube and stuff like that but she went out and made a sunglass like line and it is it's so amazing and like i feel like she talked about you know i don't really want to i don't want a cosmetic company but i kind of felt like i was plateauing i was creating content 24 7 and i wanted like i needed to somewhere else to put my like my interest into so i made that and then like that's also extra revenue things of that nature so that creates that recurring revenue 
the the passive income. So now she can create whatever she wants because mm-hmm. she's not relying on YouTube as her income. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. So she's huge. I mean, she has like millions of followers. But I really think that like you have to find what resonates with you and just keep keep running with it. Like after YouTube, okay, like let me pass this over into my Instagram or let me pass this over into collabing with a brand or let me pass this over into starting my own brand, whatever it may be. They're just I gotta keep going uphill. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a really good point. I'm glad you bring that up because really what it is is personal branding. And mm-hmm. I, I've done a lot of uh, seminars on this just in social media. If there's one thing that will take you wherever you want to go, it's that personal brand. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you can do – once you establish that, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. People are going to come because they like you. Yes. So you have a cosmetic line. Uh, you have – I always think of like Kevin Hart. Like that dude has like all these different companies that he's created. Right. But it's all off his personal it's brand. It's all just him. Correct. It's like if you yeah. like Kevin Hart, you're probably going to like the stuff he's doing. Yeah, exactly. And that's so uh, – it's so simple but also so difficult, mm-hmm. I guess, because you have to, number one, be yourself. you got to be a brand. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to put yourself out there. And then you have to have that the understanding of how that works and not be defined by something. Yes. People get defined by things. And yeah. they feel like that's who they are. Yeah. That's not – that thing that you are, that YouTube channel is not you. Mm-hmm. That product that you're promoting is not you. None of that is you. You're just, it's, it's you're who, you who's on the inside. And, right, exactly. If you, can, if you can consistently bring that out and refine it, and mm-hmm. get really, it seems it, you, you, you're lucky as like, you just have it. Mm-hmm. Like it's there. There you are, can put it out. yeah, there are some people that I follow that I, at first, like before I went to school for anything like this or before I really got into my own, you like the, the normal person wouldn't realize, but there are things that brands or people, they like, you don't pick up on it until you actually realize that it's personal they're personally branding themselves like i follow one girl on youtube has millions of followers and at the beginning of all of her song uh, at the beginning of all her videos she sings this little song and it's nothing crazy like it she just like says her name over and over again and like i and it's, i'm always just like oh yeah that's just jackie's thing and then i realized like that's what sticks because people are like oh you didn't sing your song at the beginning of this video like wh- what or you know i know one girl that always say okay grab a snack because we're about to get into it and she says that in every single video so yeah. like if you can find that little thing to bring up consistently people will be like oh yeah i know i know that and you just don't even realize that your brain's just like they recognize it it's relatable and you keep going so yeah especially if it is a song or a jingle like that's the kind yeah. of stuff that gets stuck in your head and you catch yourself singing it yeah it, it just creates a whole smart a whole marketing world, so. really yeah. smart marketing and it might not even it might not even be a you might not even consciously be doing it. Exactly. It's just like that feels like that's my thing. I just do it. That's just what I say. Yeah. And it just kind of sticks. Yep. Do you something like that for you? I don't. I was okay. just thinking <laughs> that. I guess you would call it like a catchphrase or something like that. But no, I don't. I don't have one. I don't have one either. No. I sh- think that, it'll so. come. It'll come when it's time. Where I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's just starting out? Because I... I and I'm sure you've experienced this, man. But whenever I, if I do like a career fair, if I'm talking to high school kids and you ask, what is it that you want to do with your life? Uh-huh. 60% are going to say like, I want to be a YouTube star. Yeah. I want to create something online, right. whether it's YouTube or whatever. It's like, that's the thing that most kids are going towards. And honestly, I mean, why shouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. You can do whatever the hell you want to right. online and create something out of it and right. make money. So what would that, what would you say like in the beginning? I would say, so I actually just made a video about this the other day. I didn't upload it yet. But I just filmed a video talking about this because I get DMs from brands, from, you know, salons just up and starting or whatever. Just people like what is the advice? Number one word of advice would be do not start this. Don't go into this world with money in your mind. Mm. Like that would be my number one word of advice i would say go into it because you find something that you enjoy my dad would always say when growing up like if you find a job that you like you will not work a day in your life and he'd be like you know i really like being on radio i enjoy going to the station and recording my show so i when i started my channel i had i'm not kidding you i had zero intention of ever it turning into anything what was your intention um i just it was just fun i was actually i was i was like kind of in like a in not a dark place but i was just kind of down funk yeah and i was really going through it at the time i was like i was just not not myself but i found that when i would get on my instagram live and i would talk to my viewers and stuff i could i could feel like the spirits in me like rising so (laughs) i i was like you know what i should just start a youtube channel I, i could do this and 
it would be fun. So I started it and it was like six months later, they sent me an email. I'm like, hey, you're monetized. You're going to start making money. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Whatever. <laughs> like I, it was seriously for fun until yeah. I realized, number one, you can have fun and make business out of it. That's like the best combination ever. And like when you reach that, like that's where that's exactly where I want to be. And what was I saying? And <laughs> when I realized that, oh, and then number two, I was like, yeah, who? I don't. Really, I still, I still didn't even really care about the money that much until that one video went viral, and then I saw what actual type of money you can make, and I'm <laughs> like, so you can seriously make a living off of being yourself. Why would I not want to do that? Would you t- say how much money you could like can make? Are you, yeah, well, are, you yeah. are you willing to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, I'm course. curious. People ask me that all the time. Um, so it depends. It really depends on the month. So like with but, YouTube, with that, with that big video, like what did that big video? Okay. Do? So so over time, I probably made like mm, like six, seven, eight. Nah, like six, seven thousand dollars from just that video, from ad revenue from wow. just that video. Okay, yeah. So, so it's like a year old or so. That's crazy. And yeah, like with with analytics and video, like ano, um, ad views. Six thousand total over the course of a year. Just just from that video. Just from one video. Yeah. All right. So go. Ahead, you can keep. I, I just want. I'm going to bring this up on the screen so people can see this while we're uh, talking about it because I, I kind of want to. Just, oh, I hate watching myself. No, we're not. I'm not going to watch okay. it. I just want to. I want to show which. If you're watching this, which you can video? See which yeah, one it, it should be the first one. If you go to my YouTube channel, oh, it's the first one at the top. Oh, can, can you click on my um? Mm, yeah, my, just your yeah. Look. See if you can just go to my actual channel. Yeah, mm. it's that first one. Um, if you has, yeah, 50, right there with the most six thousand. Yeah. Yes, that, that one it? at the bottom. Yeah, that one, and that's not even that get, one. It's get still, ready with me. No, no, that's not it. Down, um, I see it. Oh, how I grew my hair. Yeah, how I grew my hair. Because people want to know about hair. So, yeah, and like this ad we're watching right now, I'm making money off of it. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Is it is it by like me clicking? Do you get paid like per Um, click, or is it just so it goes off of? Yeah, it goes off of if you engage in the ad, but also if you sit through the entire ad. So if you skip my ad, I don't make anything off. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah if they, so don't skip my ads <laughs> i'm just kidding if they sit through the whole thing that's when you actually get paid yeah they sit the through whole it thing. so there's different there's different rates and google adsense mm. actually doesn't give you the exact number for like like for each individual person but you get them like as a whole number so if they sit through the ad you make like the smallest amount if they interact with the ad you make more and then if they click on the ad and actually make a purchase you make even more so it it all it's all tracked which yeah. of course everything is now. So wow, and this so this has six hundred and what twenty one thousand views. You yes. made about six or seven grand off of that. That, that just that video, so yeah, freaking awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's real life. Like that's that's the kind of stuff that you know this stuff is possible. Right. But hearing the numbers mm-hmm. and like actually what happens. So crazy. I also learned that I I wouldn't also encourage this for people. I guess not for people that are starting out because that's it's a little bit different. But um, I didn't know that media kits are a thing have you ever heard of media kits a media ki- i mean i have i don't know yeah. what exactly it is but. Me- i really didn't either until one of the brands i was like in contact with they're like yeah just send us our me- your media kit and i'm like oh my god i don't know now i gotta make is. a media kit like, what am i gonna oh do my god. So i'm on youtube like what's a media kit and i youtube everything yeah. so um it's basically just like it's almost like a brochure where you sell yourself it's like these are my stats this is what i can do for you and this okay. is what i charge well, that makes sense, right yeah. so um I made one of those and I, I, I like sending those to brands and stuff like that. Like there, like you can say like, okay, I'm going to offer you a dedicated video for this price, or I'm going to offer you a mention of your product for in the beginning first five minutes for this price. Or Mm -hmm. if you want something in between there, if you want less then maybe I'll do it 20 minutes into the video, like there's just so many ways you can go into it. And you can make it up. It's, it's all you. That's wild. mm -hmm. Like you would think YouTube would have like a team of agents who are like, Hey, we're your agent now. We're going to do this for you. And like, and they would take more money off the top, but they let you actually do it. Well, because you're not going through YouTube. It's like when these brands, like usually their PR teams will reach out to you and say, Hey, we would love to sponsor a video from you. We have a budget. Send us your rates. And the thing about it is, unless you're really super close with other like content creators, yeah. you don't know what other people are charging. So yeah. this brand might pay someone a thousand dollars for a video, but they might pay you five hundred dollars for the same video. So you just you never know. And that's why when people talk about the money that they make on YouTube and Instagram, it's like everyone's like, Oh my god, what are they saying? Because 
people don't really speak about it. Yeah. There, I know of YouTubers that might charge sixty, seventy thousand dollars for one dedicated review whenever they have millions of followers and brands that will pay that. That's you know, so crazy. Yeah. Man. So I do make like some money from sponsorships as well. That's where a lot of YouTubers make the majority of their money. And then I also get paid through Google AdSense, which is the ad company that runs through YouTube, and that's ads on your videos. They just so. send you checks right in your bank account? Yeah, How does they, that work? they direct deposit it on the 21st of every month. Oh, damn, that's <laughs> yeah. probably sweet. It's once a month. Yeah, it's just like a little little lump sum of money that goes in. So so do you think, because you're, you're about to finish college right. with a strategic communications yes, major? Yes, from Penn State World Campus. That's new. I've never yes. heard of that. I have a communications major, yeah. which means nothing, which I am <laughs> technically using, I guess. Um, but the strategic one, that's a new, that's like a content creator. It, yes. They created that when the internet blew up, yes. like when social media blew up. Awesome, yes. Um, th- what do you say to somebody who's going to college and, you know, they, maybe they're doing what you're doing and, and you didn't drop out. Like, obviously, no. you could have dropped out of college. Right. And just done this full time. Yes. But you're going to finish it up. Now, your major is relating to what you do. Um, did you think about leaving? Did you think about, like, why am I even going to school now? Yeah. This thing's taken off. Yeah. So why didn't you or yeah, what's your thought process? On so it? my first your parents get mad. No, not even my parents would be like, all right. Well, yeah, they'd be whatever. Be like you're paying it back. <laughs> but no, um, my first thought was before I ever got into YouTube, actually, I dated this guy that played football and he was like, I'm going to go to the NFL, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to leave school early. And I'm I'm pro college or not whatever what i'm whatever you oh sorry i'm whatever you want like if you don't want to go to college don't go to college if you want to go to college go to college whatever but like if you're gonna start that and then you're gonna go into a field that's also not guaranteed and you're you're already like halfway through or you're you know like you want to go to school you want to have something to fall back on that i would say go do it like and also with college i made a lot of like i met a lot of people had a lot of experiences that i don't think i would have had and i know i would have went out another path and at the end it would have turned out good anyway but like going back to that guy that i was saying so he was gonna leave to go the nfl early and i said i'm like i don't want to be your mother but Mm -hmm. you know like say you're injured or what say you never know what will happen you are a year away from your degree and i'm like you might as well just get this well how's he gonna get in the nfl without playing college ball and getting drafted well so like they have um they have like an eligibility type there's like a set of rules and you can be eligible after three years like saquon barkley left he doesn't he has no degree he just left and which i mean you can't blame him so he's gonna be (laughs) really upset later on right Right. right. So, but like, I was just kind of trying to be like, think like into the future more. So I guess what I would say is like, you don't like that. I have heard people talk about all the time. You don't know where the internet's going to be in 10 years. Cause did we think in 10 years ago that the internet would be like this? No, no one had any idea. So you like YouTube could be wiped away tomorrow. You never know. So I feel like in my situation, because I was already two and a half years through, um, I didn't, I, I didn't like school. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like school. I don't have a perfect. Me I, neither. I hated yeah, school. Yeah. I'm like, C's get degrees. Like yeah. I, I'm not, this is not all in for me, honestly, but I was already, I already invested that much money in this. So I was like, you know, I'm going to finish. And also like, I also, I think of this, it's kind of like a downfall, not a downfall, but like a, something to fall back on because I know that like with what I've done with my own personal brand, I could definitely say I decide, you know what? I'm sick of being a personality on the internet. I'm sick of this. I just want to be normal. Like, I just want to work a nine to five. I want to. First of all, you're not normal. Right, right. right. So but, that's one thing. But, but, like, but you mean like live a. Uh, a normal nine to five life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. I want to, I want to have some kids and get married and, you know, like I want to just. Be... But dude, you could still do oh, that right, on right, YouTube. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. And you can like... make money off it too. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I want to be average. I don't yeah. want to do I don't want to do this anymore and then I still have my degree and I also ha- like I have both I have my degree and then I have all of everything I've done for myself to fall back on and I can yeah. go to some company and be like hey I have all of this and I could I could, you could fall get back a job on it anywhere right so with what you with what you built right that's the thing with with the internet with what with what you have and if you if you're making content and you're and you're doing it on a consistent basis and you have a reason for what why you're doing it man that is the best resume you could ever possibly oh, have yeah. so thinking like you went to school. I went to school. It, it, it's whatever. We have the degrees. Right. We have the. You might not have any more debt. I'm still paying my debt off. Oh no, I'll have debt. You're oh yeah, debt. Right. I'm I, not. I don't have it. I don't know if you were making that much money. Yet. No, no. Um, oh my but, god, I wish. Um, but the thing is, like, if if you feel like 
I, I, I don't know. I'm back and forth on it because school, I, I feel like college is falling apart. It just doesn't have as oh, yeah. much purpose as maybe it once did, especially if you're going for a comm degree or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you feel, if you feel like you're in school and something else is taking off in your life that you feel like, man, this might be the right thing. I'm, I'm, I teeter. I'm like, jump out. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you should just jump out and chase after that thing because yeah. you're, you're going to delay your success a little bit. But then again, you put the money in. Why right. not get the degree? And it goes both ways, but. I think it's like kind of an instinct thing for yeah. me because if I would have started a YouTube channel like my first semester of school, I would have dropped out easily. But <laughs> I was two and a half years in and, you know, when I started it, like I like I said, I didn't really plan on making money from it. So I really didn't start to see anything significant till the beginning of my senior year. And by that point, I'm like, you know what, let's just get this degree. And just in case, because like I said, I do go through ruts and I do go through phases where I'm like, do I want to do this right now? Like, do I want to do this forever? So it was kind of like I had to weigh my options. And I definitely did for a long time. I really, I really didn't want to go back to school. I don't enjoy doing schoolwork. Don't do well (laughs) on Honestly, yeah. it's just not for me, but I weighed my options and I was like, this is my best move. So I would, my best advice would be weigh your options. If you, if you don't put your hand into it until you're for sure that you want to do it. And if you find yourself in the middle of it, like you need to sit down and really be real with yourself and trust your gut instinct and be like, do I want to do this or not? So do you have any regrets from creating content on YouTube? Is there anything about it that you're like, man, I probably shouldn't have done this thing or anything like that? Honestly, no, because um, I feel like I read this one blog post not long ago where they were talking about the first one you cr- you create will always be horrible. Like the first podcast will not be good. The, the first, first, yeah, try like the you know the first thirty, right, or right. Like the first video you make is not going to be good. This like, and it just really resonated with me. I was like, I don't regret anything i've done on youtube um i i feel like i've been genuine in everything i've posted so there i really don't think there's anything to regret do i think that there were opportunities that i missed up on probably yes like you know just from maybe being like a little naive or whatever it may be but yeah so no i i'm i'm pretty happy <laughs> that's awesome I and mean, here's the thing too and i and i think youtube is especially a special place for this because if you can go back, and I've done this a bunch of times. I find somebody on YouTube, I'm really, I'm like, wow, this person's awesome and I love what they're doing. And they're on episode, you know, like 300 or whatever. So I'll scroll the whole way back to the beginning and just to see what they started with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's always like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, imagine, look how far this has come. And I think that is in itself, if you're, especially if you're running a business with your personal brand and people want to, if you want to build trust in people for what you do and why you do what you do, and they can go back and see your journey the yeah. whole way through. Because a lot of people, they'll delete their content. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I, and I've talked to a bunch of people who you don't, who aren't successful doing this and they just delete everything they did and start over again. Yeah. Re-branding. And I'm like, and I'm like, you are always going to be the hardest critic. Mm-hmm. You're the one, most people, at least mm-hmm. I, myself personally. It's like if I go back and listen to something of myself, I'm probably going to pick it apart. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, that's good. It's like showing growth. Definitely. Yeah. You can yeah. see the path. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That, that never existed before. You couldn't like somebody got a TV show. You know, like it was Friends or whatever. You can't go back to the, you can go back to the first episode of Friends, mm-hmm. but you're not going back to the first person. You're not going back to like Jennifer Aniston's first video she ever made or first casting like call right, or whatever right. that was. Mm-hmm. YouTube, it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. It's all yeah. laid out. It's it's fun. It's exciting yeah. to see. It's 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 a whole new world. I, when I started in radio, like I had I had tapes of me when I was 16. I don't know where they are. I wish I could find them because <laughs> I can't imagine how bad it was. And yeah. just to be able to hear that journey and go through all that is like, boy. uh there's uh, the the connection you can help people with and you can help oh, yeah. build people's self-esteem yeah just by showing like hey I, I i'm wasn't a real always... person too yeah i mess up uh, yeah, i wasn't I don't even mess up but yeah like you have to start somewhere and i think sometimes people get stuck where i mean sometimes i even feel like this where you start you know you you learn and you start to grow and you grow and you grow and then you plateau like mm-hmm. you're like oh yeah i'm good where i am and like i feel like with especially with youtube internet and things like that and especially like it's 2019 like what's next yeah. what's next what's next and that's how a lot of like content creators that i know they're always thinking like how not even maybe like equipment wise like okay what's the next camera i'm gonna invest my money into to get more 
to to make my quality better or like lighting or audio whatever it is so i feel like whenever you start if you if you get too comfortable you're just gonna plateau so that's why you have to keep pushing it's like with anything else with anything any real life thing whatever you just got to keep pushing yourself to what's what's next you got to ask yourself what's next what's next do you think that the quality of what it looks like is that important i guess doing makeup and stuff it is that is an important part yeah i I talk, I forget who it was. I was talking to someone about this not long ago and they were telling me that the number one thing on YouTube that someone will click out of your video because of is audio. And now that I heard that, I, it just, it really, like I think about it so much more. Um, the audio that you have in your video, like I, I know that I don't like listening to somebody when there's a million things going on in the background. And I've also noticed too, I wonder if anybody else out there has ever noticed this or maybe you have a lot of like big um, content producers. So, you know, like Shane Dawson on YouTube or even I've noticed it with like Kylie Jenner or like Jeffree Star, what, whoever on this big on YouTube, they will have the audio. Sorry, I keep knocking that. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> They'll have the audio so low on their videos to the point where you have to mm. like turn it up and listen. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to like physically tune yourself into their to their videos. And I, I swear I think it's on purpose. It oh, makes sense. Dude, it works. Right? Yeah. You have to pay yeah. attention. Because I'll watch a Shane Dawson's video and I'll be like, why is Because I'll watch everybody else's video on a normal thing and it'll be fine. But then I'll realize that his is, it's still clear. It's still good audio, but it's lower. Wow. That's interesting. So I'll go in and, you know, turn it up and then it's like I'm it's louder and I'm more tuned into it and then whenever I come out like I'll go to my next video and it'll be blaring and I'm like I always forget this so I that's like a little personal theory of mine wow that's I nuts yeah I really think the audio has a lot to go into it and it's it's sad because I know I sit here and preach that like you know the more relatable you are the better that definitely that's so true but also at the same time people want to see something that is I don't want to say fake, but like inspiring to them. So like I try to make sure that whenever I get on my videos that the background is like aesthetic or pleasing to mm-hmm. like the eye or That's something I got to work on. Yeah. Hey, it's a, it's okay. It's all I, mean, right. I have my logo, but Yeah, I, I'm I gotta, not I don't judge. There's got to be something behind you. <laughs> I think that's another thing too. You don't want it to be so overdone that you're like this is unnatural, but yeah. something aesthetic and like kind of calming. I feel like that works pretty well for people. Um, so yeah, I definitely would say that the quality of your videos, it, it does play a part in it, but then you get on YouTube and there's videos that are made on a webcam with like horrible audio that have millions of views. So yeah. you just never know. If the, I think if somebody wants to get information from somebody and that person is giving out really valuable information, it doesn't matter what it sounds yeah. like, they're going to pay attention yeah. to it, but the better it sounds, the more people are going to yes. check it out. Yeah. Podcasting, especially. So that's funny you say that. Cause I think the exact opposite for podcasting, um, you know, I, there is video, but podcasting is in its like typical, its original form, just audio. Yeah. And I always boost my levels up to like right before they're peaking. Right. Okay. Because like I, I listen to podcasts when I'm cutting the grass, when I'm doing things that might be loud. Right. So I need, I, I want the audio to be, sometimes I'll be cutting the grass and I'll have a podcast and I can't hear what they're saying. Because mm-hmm. the lawnmower is drowning them out. So if you make your audio levels higher, then people can hear you anywhere. Right. But when it comes to YouTube, that's a whole different story because people aren't really listening. They're mostly yeah. watching. Yeah. It's so like the it two in one. It. Yeah. So you you have like the entire, cre- you're watching the entire creation, the audio, the visuals, the everything, the ads going around you that you don't, you don't even pick up on. So there's just a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so talking about like the, the humps that you've hit and the, you know, hit the plateau. And you've, you've said, you said this before we started, like sometimes you'll hit this lull, like where you won't release content for a little bit because you don't know what you're going to talk about mm-hmm. and you feel like you're just, you're forcing it. Yeah. Right. And that can start to lead to the mental health stuff where you start right. to beat yourself up and then, uh, you get caught in this pattern of like, am I doing the right thing? And the more you question that, the more mm-hmm. it snowballs. Yeah. Before yeah. you're like just locked in paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that happens to a lot of people, I'm sure, especially the bigger you get. I imagine you feel mm-hmm. more pressure to like make good stuff. Right. So you question everything. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, how have you, when you hit that, uh, what, what goes on in your head and then how do you get through it? Because I think anybody, even if you've just made like a couple videos and you think about put them, putting them on YouTube, you're automatically doing that from the beginning. Right. It just starts so early that yeah. you're like questioning yourself. Yeah. So I'd say whenever I hit that, like 
that block or whatever, I will sit back and be like, okay, what is, you know, what, like truly what is bothering me? Is it the outside thing? Is it you have so much else going on that you just can't put your heart into it? Or what is it? And more recently, it was that I felt like I was making the same thing over and over again. And I just didn't think people wanted to watch that. So I, number one, I try to interact a little bit more with like people that are, I I don't want to say a fan of me, but people that like support me and follow me. I'll be like, okay, what do, what do people want to see? Like, I will ask that question and I, I genuinely want to see the responses Mm -hmm. because then that shows me like these people still care. There's still a couple viewers out there that want to watch. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's like a secret confident booster. <laughs> like it, it tells you like there are still people there. And whenever you're kind of down like that anyway, it that definitely helps. So I would say that. But also I like to kind of step away every once in a while and make sure that like I am still being myself. Like so – for example, where like where we're both from, um, I it's not a big city or anything, and I've found myself a lot this summer like traveling. I have a couple of friends that live in D.C. area, and they do like a lot of party, like they do like host parties and stuff like that. And it's a completely different scene, you know what I mean? Like there's bottle service and there's all this fun stuff, and then you come back to reality, <laughs> and you're just kind of like reality now, too. Yeah, which is nothing going on, right, right? But like this is also where I'm from. And this like uh, like i just think like okay is that me or was that just the fun i had and like i just i don't want to get myself sucked into something that isn't me so sometimes like if i find myself like in a weird block i'll say to myself okay you need to do what makes you feel like you and if that is because i I'm, i'm really big into like thrifting a a lot of people like that on my channel too i like i like to thrift clothes a lot and like Mm. rework them i like that i like obviously like makeup and stuff like that so i'll just find the time to do the things that make me feel like myself and then i feel like the spirit like the it naturally comes back to you and then like that's whenever my brain starts to be like okay you know you might have done this this and this and now you're like in a rut but like now that you're feeling more like yourself it it, like the vision comes back to me like the creative side comes back to me and it comes back naturally it's not something like if i try to like push it it doesn't work i've always thought like it's so weird i would i would be like really stressed out about something whether this isn't even youtube related just in my whole life i'd be really stressed out about something and then i would be like you know what i'm just gonna not sit back and let it come to me but like when when the time comes it'll come and it's always came you know what i it's all like the maybe i'll be sitting in class one day and this this thought will pop in my brain and i'll be like you know a couple of days ago i had no idea what i was gonna do about this and now it, it just came to me so that is one thing i i really feel like when i'm being as close to myself as i can be that like that's when everything flows perfectly mm-hmm. yeah. that is exactly what it is the more you try to force the stuff the worse it's going to get the more stressed out you're going to be when you just uh and, and I, I, this is, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but I believe in like, you've got to ask the universe questions. Oh, yeah. And don't wait, don't look for an answer. Don't be like, all right, where's the answer at? Right. Like, it'll it, come where, to is you. It coming? Like, it'll happen uh-huh. when, it, when it needs to happen. Yes. Like, it's not going to happen when you want it to. But if you throw it out there enough and you ask that question enough and you put yourself in those situations, mm-hmm. so you say, like, it's, it's you going to the thrift store and, and repurposing clothes or whatever. Like, if me, if I go on a walk, if I'm, if I'm thinking about, if I'm stressed about something or I'm trying to create something, um and i'm like in this office trying to create like forget it it's not gonna happen yeah if i go for a 45 minute walk something's gonna come to me yeah because and i'll just i'll just ask the question and i'll try to clear my mind and like not think about anything and something will drift in and i'll Mm -hmm. be like damn that's that's really good it might not be the exact thing but it's gonna take me on the path yes to make the right decision it's crazy just as if being yourself and it really works especially in this the crazy world we live in because things are so fast-paced and mm-hmm. things are just there's too much information being thrown at us at all times the more you can do that the more tapped in you're going to be to yeah. what you really truly should be doing yeah the more you look to the external world for uh for confirmation that you're doing the right thing oh yeah no you're gonna be disappointed yes. every single time the yeah. answers you already have all the answers you just have to you just yeah. gotta like pay attention mm-hmm. to where they're coming and then from. execute them like the, as best you can like as genuine as you can and hopefully people will enjoy it and if they do keep going so is that innate in you do you feel like that's just something that you naturally know how to do or was that uh taught to you by somebody to be able to figure that out 
Um, or do you had to figure it out by? I definitely had to figure it out by trial and error because you know there have there have been times when I'm like okay I I like forcing in myself into things and I mean it relates to all different aspects of life I don't know um so like I coach cheerleading and I've done choreography for my teams for a couple years now and there's been times where like I'll set a day at a time to do choreography but I'll like. In, I'll hit a block and I'll be like, oh, and it's just because I'm, I know I have to do it at this point. So mm-hmm. what I try to do is I'll set a day and a time way in advance and then I will not stress about it. I won't like put any pressure on myself to like, you know, to to plan this entire routine or whatever until it just kind of comes to me. And then it, one so okay i'm gonna give you a really specific example i have a little hip-hop team they're little girls they have a hip-hop team and they usually do like a type theme style dance mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god what are we gonna wear what songs are we gonna do what's the theme oh my i'm like freaking out and then one day i was sitting in my car and i heard this remix to cardi b money and it was like a dj like type edm type remix yeah and i was like I like this. And then it just hit me and I was like, they're going to do a money theme. They're going to wear this, this and this. And it, I was just like, I'm going to put this song in. I'm going to make some other money songs into it. And it just all hit me. And it was like months later. And then I wrote it down and I was like, I'm going to execute it when time comes. And that was it. So I really tried to not dwell because that's tying into mental health. When you start dwelling on something, number one, it typically doesn't work out. And yeah. number two, like it's just not as natural. So and it, I get myself so stressed out. I'll be like it's overthinking. You're yes. you're over planning for mm-hmm. something that doesn't need over planning. That's the thing. Dwelling is like you're you're not you're not asking a question and just throwing it out there. You're asking that question eight million times in your head and like driving yourself nuts about it. And it's just yeah, it's it, maybe you can pull it off, but it's probably going to be a disaster. Exactly, or not as good as it could be. Exactly, if you would just actually do it from the heart and let it like flow naturally. I feel like a lot of creative people that's where it comes from like some people have the creative you know mind some people don't and i I totally get that but like i think the success stories from creative people obviously it comes from hard work but it comes from like their own creative mind like Mm -hmm. everyone has something creative whether it be you know their personality or whatever it is i feel like once they tap into that and let it flow naturally like it it might take a little bit of time but yeah i think everybody has a creative mind right yeah. we all everybody has imagination um unfortunately some people just don't tap into it yeah, yeah. maybe it got beat out of us when we were a kid yeah. we weren't allowed <laughs> to be as creative as we wanted to be or we just started to fit into these norms right that seemed like the right thing to do oh, yeah. and that just like saps all of your imagination oh yeah the more you can get into your imagination, like, man, this, how fun could life possibly be? Oh, yeah. How can I make all this stuff fun? Mm-hmm. That's really the key. Mm-hmm. If you're having fun, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. Exactly. I always That's tell people that, like, you know, like, I know a lot of people that went to Penn State where they aspired to work a corporate job, which I'm not putting that down at all. Like, you know, people have to do that. And that's if that's what they want, they wanted to do that. But it just never felt appealing to me. I was like, you want to work at a cubicle from nine to five? And they're like, yeah. Mm. And I'm like, uh, Sounds awesome. My own cubicle? Yeah. Oh, oh. No, thank you. So... Yeah, I want to claw my eyes out of yeah, my head. No. I was, I could not even handle I it. I can't. I really can't. So, what I do mean, you think you're gonna do? What do you think? after school? Yeah, like what's your what's your plan? Well, I'm gonna stay with YouTube and Instagram. Hopefully, all that kind of stuff yeah. as long as they're still here. As long. Uh, they're gonna. I I'll don't think you, you, Instagram might go through changes. I feel like YouTube's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they could. make they make so much money off YouTube, but no, I mean, you just never know. Like. That you don't know maybe there's gonna be something bigger than youtube here soon you, you never know True, so yeah. yeah i'm gonna stay with all of that i really i, I think about this a lot i want to stay modern for as long as i can so i i, I want to be that 50 year old that's like you like still working and still creating content and still like still in the game maybe mm-hmm. i'm not maybe i'm not vlogging or whatever but like i'm still up on it i know what's the newest thing i know this i i want to be modern forever and like I want, yeah, yeah that, that's one of my goals. Number one, but number two, after school, I'm, I want to leave the area, which I, I've said this before and people, anybody I, from our area wants to leave the area. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not even down <laughs> it's the weather. It's just like, <laughs> yes, yeah, there's many factors. I'm, I'm not downplaying our area because like, obviously I grew up here and I, my family's here. I, I love to be home. I love it. Like, but there's just so much more opportunity other places. Yeah. So 
my i used to think you know i'm going to the west coast which is where everybody wants to go everyone wants to go to california everyone wants to go out there and recently i found i kind of just i I'm a homebody, honestly. I I really am. And I'm not like, I just do better knowing I can get in my car and drive home if I want to. I think that's one of the major reasons I went to Penn State because it was 45 minutes down the road. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm thinking my goal basically is to live south somewhere, not completely like not Florida or anything like that. Not yet. But I'm I really like DC area. Like I just had said about that earlier. I really like DC. I think it's like a smaller, cleaner, a little bit more like organized New York City. And mm. the time I've met people there, I've, you know, and it's crazy. I'll go there for a weekend, hang out with my friends, just, you know, and then my Instagram engagement is skyrocketed. I got people messaging me like, hey, you want to be in my music video? Do you want to work on this together? And I'm like, if I lived here, you know, right. if I lived here, right. the opportunity would just be. But then again, I mean, there's all there would obviously be disadvantages, too. But I think if you if you need if you want to grow, if you're going to grow mm-hmm. and this is where I'm at right now, right, because I've lived here my whole life and uh, I've, I've wanted to leave many times. Then I realized, OK, I'm really happy that I did stay because I, I grew a lot just mm-hmm. by staying here. I wasn't prepared to go. Um, and I always, I always have had this idea. I want to make this area or I want to make people who were like me, I guess, because whenever you come up in the area we came up in. Um, a lot of people like you don't have enough inspiring people around you oh, no. to get you like fired up. No. So you're like, how am I ever going to get fired up if nobody else is fired up? Nobody's yeah, doing anything. Everything, everyone's the same. <laughs> and if you want to break out of that mold and you want to impact people's lives, then you've got to go away and come back yeah. and then make some impact. And that's, that's uh-huh. something that I feel like is, it's not like I, I want to disown where I came from. No. It's like, dude, I just want to experience more yeah. stuff. And I want to be around people who are like on mm-hmm. fire with life. Like they're really excited about things. Yeah. Yeah, And that's whatever. I mean, if you're not and that's not you, that's fine. But if you do want that, you should not be shamed for wanting to be around other people who want that. Exactly. Who have that. Like, that's just you got to experience it. I one of my biggest goals, actually, I think about this every day is like the high school. I went out to in a high and um, the high school that I went to was just very like everyone kind of did the same thing. You know, there wasn't like you said that there's an entrepreneurship program now and that's cool yeah so that's really cool but um i think that one of my one thing i would do say i blew up you know was making millions or whatever i would come back here and like i would donate whatever i had to donate to make some type of like creator program at that high school because it's not like i don't think anyone is shaming anyone but it's just so it's just so not modern you know what i mean when you grow up with parents that don't have those ass first of all this didn't exist 10 years ago. right exactly so you can't expect somebody who's 40 or 50 to to like just totally understand and be on board luckily exactly. your parents are and they get it yeah right but a lot of people don't get it so right. even in, you go to school and teachers don't necessarily know uh, they they teach but they haven't experienced yeah right so it's hard to learn something from somebody who hasn't experienced right. things they just went to college and then became a teacher mm-hmm and whenever your your parents didn't have that experience, whenever your, none of your friends or their parents had that experience, how do you, where do you get the connection Ex- from? Exactly. Hopefully, there's something inside of you that like yes. sparks it. And then, luckily, with the internet now, you can find those people anywhere. Anywhere, you yeah. can study them online. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. But yeah, you, it's it's difficult, and it's mm-hmm. really I fell into that for a long time. It was like, man, nobody is like me. <laughs> if I don't see anybody doing it. But I know I want to do it. Why? Why? Why should I go do it right. if nobody else is? Right. It's not normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like that. And I, see, I feel like in bigger cities, you have you do have more people like us that are younger that are doing this, and that's why it is more prominent in bigger cities. Like you yeah. go to New York City, everybody's different. You know, everybody there's there's so many different types of people, and that it's not like that here. So, and I do feel like. I don't want to use the word shame, like I said, but it's almost like you you are kind of scared to like be different than everybody else. You you don't you just yeah. you'd rather fit in because you, no one else does this. So I want to make it like I I really feel like that is one of the first things I would do if I ever if I ever hit it big, really big. I'm I will come back and I will give money. I would like like not they have the broadcasting program at that school, which is great and all, but like just something that like you can create in your own space and not worry about 
like outside people like mm-hmm. we're like there's no judgment i i love that i just think that like but you if get we, that f you money yeah when you can just do whatever if you I, want but when i have stupid money i'm coming back to give it to my high school and we're putting a little program in and i just and i also think that what's like, the program what are you doing what, what's the what, like what's a creator program yeah, maybe, okay. maybe they need new they mean they don't know they need cameras they need computers and they need audio who knows what it'll be at that time what'll be the cool thing and you know like a creator program so that people can express themselves if they want to and i just think that that would be yeah i think it would be really nice it's it's necessary for sure because n- n- we're not going backwards we're only no, going forward exactly. with this stuff yeah. so if you the more you try to resist it and be like ah that's this is a fad man this isn't going to last like that's that's crazy talk oh yeah no this is this that's is the person future. talk <laughs> yeah right? this, this is, is the, like, there's money in it for sure yeah and it's fun it's it's not just money there's like a you can live the life you want to live exactly it's there the opportunity's there i think about that all the time <laughs> well hanny bakes thanks so much this is i mean i, I love when you come in here because it really is like exciting what i find we i'll go right back to it one final time find one, one final time in our area though it's exciting to find other people who are like passionate yeah. about this stuff and who mm-hmm. get excited about it because it's super fun talk to about talk it. about yeah it. yeah it's hard to talk to people who don't do it but yeah they don't they don't because always they get it don't, yeah. well, they don't have as much to say but like that's cool but they just have an experience right. once you start getting the, into it it's the like, right people you connect with the right people you, you never know what it's a happen. good kind of addiction oh yeah <laughs> a lot of addictions out there that can be bad yeah. for you and Definitely. i guess this one can kind of ruin you too if you're the wrong kind of person but right. i think uh if you got the right mindset which you obviously do like you've got the you right try. mindset for it and you you enjoy it and you're doing it for a purpose mm-hmm. definitely and you're having fun yes. and it's like who you are yep so thanks so much for coming in thank you for having me so they want to find you Hanny with two Y's. Hanny Bakes with two Y's uh, at, on Instagram and on YouTube. It's just Hanny Bakes with two Y's too. Same thing. Try to keep it same across, across all platforms. That's a smart way to do it. That way yeah. people can find you wherever you are. I have Twitter too, but that's just more for I don't like, see your – yeah, what are you doing yeah. on there? Oh, I just <laughs> I just talk about the, my day or whatever. Okay. I, I have like 5,000 followers on there, but that's just more like my friends, you know. That's just for fun. Yeah. That's not as serious, I guess. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. See you. This is Rob Z Radio.